Hora. Cook cold right now. So why not find a new cozy spot to relax this winter? Msansi's got you covered with the most unforgettable warm experiences. Get a hot stone massage at your favorite spot. Take pictures of Msansi's most iconic landmarks. Hashtag travel goals. Whatever you choose to do this winter, find your warmth in your hood on shotleft.co.za. After all, it's your country. Enjoy it. Because nothing's more fun than a shot left. Remember, wear mask, sanitize, and always social distance. Hashtag travel wise Okay, before we meet our next guest, I want you to take a listen to this. Ghost Town. A deadly no-go zone. Ruled by the ugly Americans. Go kill someone and go come back. No more for me. Murderers and hitmen. Led by a boss who rules with an iron fist. They want to shoot us, they must shoot. Uncompromising, brutal, savage. He was laying here and he was chopped into pieces. Even the police fear for their lives. Straight through, straight through, straight through. As they hunt for weapons, drugs, and murderers. Playa Iso! Playa Iso! Almost everyone in Ghost Town is violent addicted to drugs, and willing to do anything to experience the next kick, no matter what the price. It's like this guy took something from me. Prostitution, crystal meth, and the daily threat of a new gang war. Welcome to Ghost Town, one of the toughest places in the world. So that was a description of Rocklands in Mitchell's Plain, which was the setting of one of the episodes of an Amazon documentary series titled No-Go Zones, The World's Toughest Places. And in that programme, as you just heard, Rocklands is painted as one of the most dangerous places in the world, essentially a crime-ridden hellhole populated by gangsters, sex workers, lowlifes and murderers. But that's not the Rocklands that my next guest knows, and he really ought to know, having lived there his whole life. Activist and documentary maker Naim Malik says he's on a mission to clear the misconceptions of so-called coloured areas like Rocklands and indeed the perception of coloured people. And he's put together his own documentary alongside friends Brandon Collins and Rudy Cube to challenge the stereotypes and to tell the full story of those who call the Cape Flats home. Naim, welcome. Great to have you on the show this morning. Sarah Jane, I've been <laughs> waiting to hear your voice. How are you? <laughs> Very well. Listen, how did you feel when you saw your home, your community, portrayed in the way that we've just heard? Uh, it's, a, it's a lover punch, you know, because perception is reality. And we believe what we are shown. And anything that emanates from a belief or a belief system is powerful and dangerous simultaneously. It's like Paul Adams being called feces. It was more than just a so-called nickname. It was an attempt to destabilize the belief he had in himself. Mm. But yeah. um, I just wanted to change the narrative, inform, uplift, whatever it takes to get out of the psychological hamster wheel we've inherited. Because those prostitutes are not even from our area. They are in Goodwood side. And they 
But I mean, it's, it's wider than that, isn't it? It's wider than are there sex workers in, in Rocklands. Um, there's, sex workers, you know, there's sex workers everywhere. That That isn't yes. the issue. And, and, and that, uh, you know, let, let's not hone in on there's sex workers in an area and therefore it equals a bad area. Do you mm-hmm. think that that documentary has harmed the reputation of the area or simply just has it shone a light on the less desirable aspects of Rocklands? The less desirable. It can't be any more harm than what it is. Mm. Um, it is a dangerous place. It's a far cry from Clifton. Um, what I can tell you is, is there are more good people than bad people. However, the bad actions outweigh the good people's intentions or actions, let's say. So they chose to show what they wanted to show because they knew they'd get that sales. Of course. Do, have you spoken to any of those people who took part in the No Go Zones documentary? Oh yes. And oh what, yes. What was their? What's been their response to it? Did they know that they would be edited in that way? Were they conscious of the fact that this would then be put together in a way that doesn't reflect the entire community? Not entirely. Not entirely. I can tell you, Andre Gideon knew because he was involved with the unwork before. So he's been in a few professional productions. He knew um, for the rest of them, I tried to get them, but they declined. They said, no, one guy told me, no, no more videos. And I was like, wow, that's that's really damaging. Right. So he was saying no more videos because he was unhappy with the portrayal in that Amazon documentary. Exactly. Right. Sure. Okay. Um, you have said that you know for for too long filmmakers have used the Cape Flats to belittle the coloured community. Just speak yes. a little bit more about that because there is we have seen um, th- that exact thing, and and we, I've spoken on this show many many times to particularly yes. to coloured actors about how they go about choosing roles, and and very often they said you know they had to particularly I'm thinking of the Arshad Ali's that the Clint Brinks who said there came a point where I had to make a decision. I'm no longer going to accept roles where I'm expected to go in as the gangster, the drug yes. dealer. Because yes. how does it help the community? It helps the community in no way. None of the movies that are popular, let's say, where so-called colored people feature, uh, is positive. Um, positive, like Fila Sekund. Um mm. It's a story about someone overcoming adversity mm. um, but she's she's still struggling though so it's, she wasn't exactly painted in such a nice way but you know something to that effect no this is the narrative going forward and i think the unworth has a big role in this because they are how do you say this they are encouraging this mm. they're encouraging it for their own um how do you say clout that's what they call it these days um, millionaires, dollar millionaires, these guys are dying broke here. I'm not talking about money. Uh, that's not the issue. I'm talking about, l- just look at it. The, one of the people I interviewed, uh, Russell, he appeared in one of the music videos. I can't say the music video's name on the radio um, because it's... I know exactly the one. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, please don't. I, I can't say that. No, I don't want don't. to say that. However, he appeared. He, he was the first person who's face appeared in that music video, 21 million views. He is a car god. 
So there is no continuity. There is, they, they're, not even bringing, they're not even bringing a fish. They're bringing in a piece of fish. You have said that some of the best lawyers, doctors, teachers, politicians, actresses all come out of the Cape Flats, yet no yeah. one's making documentaries about the successes of coloured people. Yeah. Um, and, and you have now, you, you are changing that. You have come out, okay. you have just put together, hoping to change that, you've just put together uh, your, own, uh, your own documentary, yes. uh, hoping to, what, dispel some of the myths, paint a more fuller picture? What, what, do, you, what do you want people to take away from your documentary? Um, knowledge of self, um, it's, it's, it gives you confidence to move forward. And um, that is, is, is gold because most of our youth, they don't know themselves. I don't know who my great, great, great grandfather is, but somewhere along the line, the link was broken. Mm. And I'm just dwelling. So I need to go and do a DNA test, which I think is unnecessary. We should just be knowing these things. And um, knowing why places are named, what they are named, and knowing how we ended up in the situation, why we are here. We we didn't choose to be here. We were put here. So the proudly Mitchell's plane and proudly whatever, that's a psychological hamster wheel. I'm not proud of this. I don't like this. There's hardly any trees here where I am. Mm. So... You know, that's, I just want to educate and uplift and tell colored people, look, man, so-called colored people, rather, anything is possible and believe in yourself a bit more. I'm very yeah? interested in what you just said about, you know, I don't know who I am. Trevor Noah yes. um, caught an awful lot of flack a few years back when he wrote, yes. he wrote this, and in his book, Born a Crime, he wrote the following. Most coloured people don't speak African languages. They speak Afrikaans. Yes. Their religions, their institutions, all of the things that have shaped their culture came from Afrikaners. The history of coloured people in this respect is worse than the history of black people in South Africa. For all that black people have suffered, they know who they are. Coloured people don't. He caught an awful lot of flack from members of the of the so-called colour community for that. What do you think about what he wrote? Do you because it's it's very much aligned with what you've just said. You don't know who you are. I think Trevor Noah hit the nail on the head. I'm not offended by that because it's it's the truth. Um, we don't have as so-called coloured people a right of passage uh, like black men um, of most cultures. I know the Sutu culture, they do that, they go to the bush. Kosa culture, they go to the bush. They have a rite of passage. It's a, they have a thing. We don't have a thing. Had it, had it not been for religion, we'd have nothing to latch onto. Uh, Cape Coons, yes, um, we brought the instruments and whatever people came from, Madagascar, they brought that here. But it's not everybody. Because we consist of seven different nations, or so that government classed us. Seven different nations. Uh, to, 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 to simplify this, it's like seven different gangs. They will always fight. They'll never, ever stand with each other. There will be people listening in today, Naim, who have lived in Cape Town their whole lives and they've never yes. been to the Cape Flats. What would yes. you say to them? Uh, if you're going to visit, make sure you know who you are visiting. Know the person's name, where they live. Uh, 
I suppose what I I mean is that, you know, we we are a city of, you know, we've we've seen those those aerial pictures that go around, particularly of Hout Bay, where you kind of see Imzamiyet or you see Hout Bay proper and then you see Hangbuk. And we and we look at that and and every that is always the example that people use in terms of this is the effect of apartheid. This is the effect of the Group Areas Act, um, all of that. So uh, so I suppose my question really in terms of. You can have lived in Cape Town your entire life, but you've never been to Mitchell's Plain. You've never been been to Hanover Park. You've never been to Bodhiaverbal. You've never been to Belhar, which is very strange, isn't it? It's very strange uh, because there are good people who come from these places and people... Who are God-fearing, like I've mentioned, there are lawyers, doctors, the works, you name it. They are not being highlighted. It's only the crime statistics that are being highlighted and the overall reputation that the place has. So that's what they run on. No, let's not visit. I'd rather not. You come here to where I am. We've had a message in. I just want to read this message. We've had a message in from Di in Edgemead. She says, hi, Sarah Jane. Until COVID, I had regularly run a December road race in Mitchell's Plain. Uh, was always warmly welcomed and felt perfectly safe. I want to just quickly, because we've got only a minute left. How can yeah. people watch your documentary, Naeem, and follow you on all the social media, what what's, and find out what you are up to? You can go to my page. It's called Bigglesworth. Um, I'm Naeem Bigglesworth on Facebook and Bigglesworth on Instagram as well. Just to touch on what the lady says, my mother is a runner for Mitchell's Plain Titans and they organize these races and make it uh, possible for uh, these people to be that safe. So it's the people that, that does it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Listen, yeah. it's been great to chat to you. I'm so glad that we finally got to do it. Naeem Malik is uh, a documentary maker and activist from Rocklands in Mitchell's Plain who says that he hopes with his documentary to change perceptions of the Cape Flats and its residents.